The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. So there's an obvious theme here of gratitude in our Gospel. It's one we're pretty familiar with, I would think. Jesus healing this healing these lepers, and the one who returns to give thanks is a Samaritan. And as those of you who have watched The Chosen know, Jews hate Samaritans, especially John and James, the sons of thunder. So I think we can even go deeper and just recognize for a moment the importance of giving thanks. If you've heard me preach, you know that I like to remind people that Remembering and giving thanks to God for the things that he has done for you is really the foundation for all Judeo-Christian spirituality. The Jews had their Passover, which was a memorial of what God had done for them in bringing them up out of Egypt into the promised land. And for us as Christians, especially as Catholics, when we celebrate Mass... What are we doing? But we are remembering in a real way, we are making present in a real way what the Son of God did for us in order to save us from our sins and to give us everlasting life. So we're remembering. We don't come every week to church because God needs us to come. We, we come because we need to go to church. We need to remember. Because aren't we all so quick to forget God's blessings. We're so quick to forget sometimes the, the good things that happen to us, the good things that we do for each other, the good things that happen to us. The enemy, the devil, would absolutely have us forget. He would have us quickly forget. And even the good things that happen, you may have noticed this yourself, he would have us doubt. Was that really God? Was that really a blessing? Did that, did that, did that really happen? <laughs> As a spiritual director, I hear that a lot. People doubting the, the special graces that they get from God. And, and so it's important for us, like this Samaritan, to go back to the Lord and to thank him. <clears throat> to thank him for the ways that he has acted on our behalf. And it happens every day. We get little blessings every day. For those of you who have been studying 40 weeks with me, you know how important it is each and every day to give thanks to God. It's a part of the examined prayer. St. Ignatius knew the, the importance of giving thanks each and every day for the blessings received, for the graces that we've received, so that we don't forget. And as we cultivate gratitude, what happens? 
There's an inner logic to this uh, expressing of gratitude. And now what we know, even from the brain scientists, is that our minds, our brains, our bodies are literally, are literally disposed for relationship and for communion when we give thanks, when we express gratitude. We now know the physiological effects in our body. So it's no accident, right, that the author of our bodies is also the author of the liturgy. So what do we do? We offer a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. That's what Eucharist literally means in Greek, right? To give thanks. And so as we do that actively with the priest here, what happens? Our minds, our bodies, our spirits are literally disposed for what? Holy communion. Whoa. That's a deep thought for a Saturday night, right? But it just goes to show how much God wants to be in communion with us. How he wants to foster relationship. How he wants to do good things for us. How he wants to bless us as a good, good father. As our, our savior, our brother, our Lord, our God. He wanted to stay with us precisely to accompany us through our walk, through time, on our way to the Father's house. So it's true, as I mentioned at the beginning of Mass, something supernatural happens here, which is to say, in a literal sense, above nature, above and beyond just our natural encounters. It's something beyond our natural relationships. It's a supernatural relationship that God himself took initiative to make happen. So we human beings get to be friends with God. We actually get to be sons and daughters of God. Thanks to him. He made it happen. And what's our proper response to his action, to his revelation? Faith. Faith, says the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Not Father Jason, but the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Faith is our proper response. It's so fundamental that we can sometimes overlook it. We can forget about how important it is for us to make acts of faith. And when we do that, we make space for God to work. So tonight I invite you all to make an act of faith. Thomas did it, right? When he first encountered Jesus after the resurrection, when he was doubting, and he demanded to put his fingers in the nail marks in his hand and Christ's side. What did he profess there? My Lord and my God. That was an act of faith. And I know many of you probably do that at Mass, at the elevation of the host. My Lord and my God. That's an act of faith. And as you receive Holy Communion, my Lord and my God. Wow. You're coming to me. You want to be that close to me. You care that much about me that you want to be this close. You want to be a part of my life. You want to be a part of my, my journey to heaven, to the Father's house. Yes, yes, I do, is what he says in response to that. Yes, I do. I committed to that. And he, as it said, one of my favorite lines in all of scripture from that second reading. If we persevere, we shall also reign with him but if we deny him, uh, he will deny us. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. So even when we are unfaithful, he is still faithful. And we repent, we express to God our sorrow, and he always is faithful. He takes us back, and he just keeps going with us. He never tires of forgiving us. He never tires 
of our hard-heartedness, of our stubbornness, of our pride, of our lack of faith. He knows it's hard. He knows it's hard. It's not easy. And so we pray tonight, Lord, increase our faith. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you once again for your presence. We thank you for the gift of faith, for the gift of your friendship. We thank you for the friendship that we share amongst ourselves here, for the family that you have created here through your spirit, which we have all received, which allows all of us to cry out, Abba, Father. So as we continue with this Holy Mass, we ask the Holy Spirit to come upon all of us in a new way, that we would all have a new encounter with the living God tonight. Amen.